Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. This is episode 38. My name is Tyler, and joining me today are Zach and Bobby. No Brandy today. He's uh, out with a strained uterus. Uh, that is his... Uh, he's on the DL for that. Yep. So it's just us today. Day to day. But, uh, you know. Day to day, yeah. Um, but yeah, how we do, are... How does one end up with a strained uterus? <laughs> well, that's that's something that Brendan's going to have to talk to you about, because I'm not yeah. really sure. It's I'd love to hear from We'll have to hear about that situation on the next episode. Yeah, I think we of need course. to put that for in case you missed it. Tell us sure. how you strain your uterus. <laughs> Please. Yeah. How does one do so? So uh so it looks like uh you know we'll be out we'll be without him today, but it's fine. He doesn't add anything to the show anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. we know. We I mean we knew uh, this and the fans knew this. They've been clamoring for quite a while now that he was just an annoying little shit that just weaved his <laughs> way onto the show. So uh, so just some housekeeping to start the show off. Uh, we have mentioned this before. Just want to reiterate that episode 40 will be our trivia night um, show. Uh, planning on doing that in probably two weeks time if you go by our normal schedule. Uh, so you're looking around. Uh, I guess that would put us around Halloween. We'd be doing that. Yeah, two weeks ish. We're adults. We're not rich. Yep. Um, we we'll, have stuff uh, to do. We'll uh, we'll keep you updated. So that's what Twitter is for and Facebook. So keep an eye. Yeah. On. Which we always post on and come uh, play network on those as well. Uh, and the other thing, all the previous episodes um, are not uploadable, but will be up by Friday. Um, Bobby tells me. So mm-hmm. there's that. But obviously, about you can that. always That's watch us live here. So that makes, you know, we're cool. But yeah, everything will be up with that. And uh, and yeah, just some housekeeping. But that is all for that. And we will get on to uh, Zach's and Kate. Nope, not Zach's and Kate. You missed it. Holy Whoa! Fuck. Even Who's when he's missed? not here, he still weasels his way into the show. He's a fucking well, you know, prick. I, yeah. You know why? It's because I was going to say, so since Brendy's not here, in case you missed it, won't be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to say that, so I got it all mixed up. So, Zach's thought of the week. Here we go. All right. Um... This one, I feel like, is a bit of an easy decision, but we're going to go with it just because it's an interesting discussion. (laughs) Would you rather live in Los Santos or live in uh, Red Dead Redemption? I don't know what the town is called. I mean, there's like multiple towns, but Los Santos or Texas. Yeah, we'll say the map of Red Dead or or Los Santos. Los Santos. Easy. Well, I was going to say, I feel like that's the easy answer because of, like, back in the, I mean, Red Dead takes place in 1899, so a lot of a lot of diseases, a lot of stuff going on there. Right. Um, but but there's I, also a lot of fucking maniacs in Los Santos. I, I was going to say, but GTA <laughs> is more dangerous. <laughs> well, I was going to say, mean, though, like, I could literally get in a tank and just blow up things, and all I have to do is call some fucking nerd to take away my wanted level, and then I'm just a free man after that driving a tank. Like, I really, it, it's really easy to just get away with anything there. True, you could <laughs> drive a tank around and then... <laughs> I mean... Here's the, here's the other thing since um nothing uh, i was gonna say since physics i guess don't exist but that's not the right word but you know if if there is trouble in the world of los santos just go into your apartment it can't blow up you'll yeah. be safe and sound in there or even your so. penthouse because you know just so happens that there's always a war outside brandy's so i also love how it's kind of been a joke um with us on red dead because 
we were playing a mission one time. It was me, Brendy, and his girl. And, uh... Um... <laughs> sorry. Uh... I lost my train of thought now. Bro, like, really? I'm not what gonna, the fuck? I'm not even gonna say. Um... So, uh... Zach. Yeah, we were doing a mission, and, you know... I would say in Red Dead, in terms of animals, bears were the, the most dangerous things you could run into. And uh, and we're just doing this mission, and out of nowhere, you just hear this grizzly bear growl. And Brendy just goes, BEAR! <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, and you had to sleep outside? Like, no way. Like, yeah, when Brendy's yelling at you, usually get mauled immediately after. <laughs> the funny thing about that mission, too, was like, it was in the snowy part of the map, and like, there was like, like uh log cabins and i swear to god this bear was like inside the log cabin when this <laughs> happened and just walked outside <laughs> and it was just like okay so that's been the joke but yeah i feel like i mean obviously modern technology and everything to los santos was would be the way to go but both very dangerous places I because people military jet i can drive people that play rockstar games are just seem to be very crazy i can drive a fucking flying bike I mean, yeah, that skyline. That, that's the cool part about that, too. Like, the pressure, you could, you know, take yourself wherever you need to go. Mm-hmm. There's a casino in there. Yeah. Our, Dude, our, come on. What about car. living in Red Dead? You could get a retarded <laughs> horse to ride around on. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Uh, and whatever, uh, I still, to this day, you don't understand. My horse's stats literally say it's better than Brendy's. Yeah, Brendy's horse is like gotta be glitched or something because it's like a rocket horse. Like <laughs> this thing flies. Like it just does not make sense. I like how there's uh, stats on a horse in Red Dead. Really I, don't, I don't play. Oh the yeah, game. In Red Dead, you, dude, your fist has stats. <laughs> and, and it's like all right, damage. Uh, <laughs> My fists are classified as real weapons. Time. The thing about Red Dead too is like you put a saddle on your horse and th- the stats go up for your horse like majorly. Like the saddle does so much. Yeah, like, and so the much difference. The saddle usually costs more than the horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. I think Just my questionable. Horse, my horse costs like two hundred and fifty dollars. The saddle was five hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> yep, so that's how I like my horse too. Look at old Butterstick Junior. <laughs> Butterstick Junior. <laughs> oh yeah, you can also name your horse. Is he gonna skate yep. on four skates when he eventually plays for the fucking Cats Clan? Well, we got. Oh, he's not loud. He's a horse. <laughs> I, well, you say that, but uh, Tommy. Our our mascot for NHL made his debut. And Brendan discovered that you, if you play the threes mode, not three v three ESHL, but if you play the threes mode as a club without another, you know, with only two users, one of the the uh, the computer rather is your mascot. Your mascot. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so I'm saying that I would live in the Red Dead world. I say Los Santos. I think GTA. I think the Red Dead world would be a lot safer. Um. I agree that it would be safer in some cases, but like I said, if things get too dangerous, I mean, come on, some of that, some parts of that map are fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah true. I live in dirty but, ass Los Santos. But I mean, I don't. I also don't want to Lane take County. Like, hours People... to get to the like the other side of the map. Like I can just take my pressure in GTA. Imagine, <laughs> imagine running into someone like Trevor in public. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that would be scary. Yeah. Uh, he just lo- he looks scary and thinks. I'm actually scary. good at golf in GTA, though. I'm not in real life, so I mean that'd be nice. Yeah, I could maybe shoot under par. Yeah, if only I did. 
if you only had a fucking line in the air to show where the ball was going to go. Wait, let me... And let you me, get it perfectly every time. Here, do you want me to embarrass myself real quick? I'm sure you can't say no to this. I went golfing. Yeah. Yep. And absolutely sucked ass. Uh, I'm trying... I'm just grabbing my scorecard. I'm trying to find the par for this thing. Uh, so I believe it was... Let me I see. mean, usually, like, courses are usually parsed out of me, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bobby just wants to live in Los Santos so he can be a fucking PGA Tour badass. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is another par 72 course. This was uh, Westminster National Golf Course in uh, Westminster, I think it's PA. Yeah, it's, 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 okay, yeah, so it's right near the, right, a uh, little bit, like, 20, 30 minutes from Lancaster. Uh, I golfed a, general, please, 136. <laughs> 136 and the par was a 72 uh i, I will say like golf is out like gotta be one of the hardest sports it's tough yeah. it is i'm i'm still learning the game uh i've taken it seriously over the past year or two um and what ended up happening was just everything about my swing just fucking I it didn't work like everything that I've been working on. Just I was fucking it up and shanking it left or missing the ball completely. Just <laughs> pulling all the pulling all the stops out. I had one good drive. And of course, it was on the 18th hole and we were losing daylight at that point. And I sent this thing at least 300 yards. So that was like my only good shot of the day. That was it. And then I lost the ball because it was fucking dark out by the time I got to it. So <laughs> stupid. So, I mean, I've been playing golf. I've been playing golf probably since I was like nine, eight or nine. And like, I mean, it's tough. Like the best score I ever shot was like, a, I think I was like a 79 maybe. And that's the best score I ever shot. And I've been playing golf for like 12 years. So, I mean, it's tough, man. It's, it's a tough, tough sport. I haven't played golf since I was like seven. I'm pretty sure I hit like whatever five times par is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but well. I, I I will say with the GTA world and like they would never do this because golf in that game is not popular enough. But like with our friend group, like we love going on and playing golf in GTA. Mm. Like I would love for them to have like a like a PGA tournament like on that <laughs> golf course or something like throughout like the yeah. world. Like, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, come but, on, Rockstar. We want better golf. <laughs> it took you like what six fucking God. years to add the casino. Fuck, Fix yeah, the golf. Fuck that casino and high shit. Give yeah. us fucking golf. Fix the fucking golf. <laughs> but like, if you think about it though, like the winner would get like a purse of like two million dollars or something. Like it's an incentive. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. But mm -hmm. anyway, it would be cool if uh, they paid for golf. True. I uh, I'm on i'm on the train of uh, los santos yeah. although i do like the question though very creative yeah but, no, uh, that's a good one i, like that I one. thought uh you know what's funny i was like yeah this is the easy one easy answer dude red dead world like you guys both said los santos <laughs> also i mean the other thing drive around a, a karuma like you know i feel like that's safer than being out in the open with a horse true you but you also have like a fucking I don't know. It looks like you're looking out of a fucking Daft Punk helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can remake the movie Tron in that game. That's literally what I can do with those bikes. You have those bikes. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. So. Uh, but so yeah. Los Santos, dangerous, but lots of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Red Dead World, beautiful and peaceful. <laughs> it's also potentially dangerous, but what, not as dangerous. What you fail to realize is that I love chaos. So. 
I will happily risk my life every day just to play a round of golf. I'll say I don't care if I get shot in the head on the 18th while I'm four under. I don't care. Dude, you can't be shot while playing golf. It's relax. <laughs> yeah, come on. This is GTA. We're right. Sorry. Shit. My bad. Airstrike. Um, but anyway, that's going to be Zach's thought of the week, and we will get into our topics for the week. Uh, we're going to start off with why fantasy football is so big and just kind of talk about fantasy sports in general, daily fantasy, year long, whatever. Uh, and then the other topic we will get to in a bit is one that we talked about last week, and it's been a hot topic. And I really wish Brundy was here for this yeah. because I, I think I don't know what side he's on, but I think he just likes to add fuel to the fire. Uh, Hot topic, dude. Q, Zach wake me is up literally ready to blow a gasket on But uh, we're going to talk topic. about uh, not cheering for the home team, and in particular me and Bobby, not cheering for all of our home teams uh, sports-wise. So let's get into our fantasy football topic first. And I'm just going to kind of start off with, I mean, me and Bobby have been playing – Jeez, oh, I mean, I've been playing fantasy football since I was probably. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I was gonna say I'm pretty sure like most sites were like, yeah, you gotta be 18. I was probably playing fantasy football like seven or eight years yep, old. No. Yeah, dude, just lie about your birthday, no problem. Yep. Yeah, and it was a lot I, easier back then. My dad had a league that he ran for years. He it started off with people at work and then kind of transitioned. Uh, Bobby had gotten, Bobby and his dad had gotten into this league and stuff like that. It was always fun. And I will say one of the, I think the maybe the best part of the year-long fantasy football, um, like just the whole year, the best part was the draft. If you had one like at somebody's oh, house, yeah, like that is just so much fun. Like everybody's just like sitting around, like just breaking each other's time. balls. Like it's fun. And we then had, I mean, uh, I, I I was gonna say I've been at your, um, I've been at. Uh, your dad's league's drafts and i mean that was uh, so much fun <laughs> yeah i mean it's still i just got into that league last year so this is my second season yeah, in that, league. that league's been going for near 20 years yeah so there's been that i was gonna so say like um, some ball breaking with your bros yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pop a couple bottles ball I break your bros, bros. There's always, and you know, just getting food and stuff like, and just like basically just hanging out with a bunch of people talking football. Yeah. Obviously, it's a good and time just completely roast each other's picks. You picked yeah. a quarterback here, like, dude. It was the topic of conversation about Mahomes this this year with when to pick him, because yeah, literally every list that I had on so that league, which is like you know, it's a serious season long league. It's like a fifty dollar commitment for each player. Um. And Mahomes on the CBS sites, even for non, this is a non PPR as a standard scoring league, even on the standard list, Mahomes was at the top and my dad's sitting there like, you got the wrong list. I'm like, I don't, it's literally well, Mahomes is literally that good. So this is the debate that I was kind of, and I, I have, I'm not doing any yearly leagues this year, Yeah. but if I were to, it's interesting because obviously it's kind of been like this for the last for I mean I I don't know I guess for a while really that your first round pick should really kind of be a running back because you know there's only so many good running backs in the league and you want to you know obviously in a draft if you have a 12 team league um and each team needs two starting running backs I mean that's 24 running backs and you know there's what 32 teams in the league like yeah you'll get a starter but like 
obviously there's tiers of that. You got your elite, you got your good, average, not you know below average. So, but but it's interesting because I mean Patrick Mahomes last year was clearly the points leader um, throughout fantasy football th- for all positions. So I, I was actually kind of wondering how people were going to draft. Like, so like in your league, like when did Mahomes go? Uh, let me pull up the draft history real quick. Um, but I will say, um, he was definitely not first and my dad had the number one overall pick and I think he took, who do you think? Actually, yeah, here comes the draft results now. He picked Barkley, Saquon Barkley, um, okay, good, with his good, first overall, which is, it's not a bad pick. It, it really isn't. Um, I mean, I, I would say, like, there's, like, three running backs, so it's, like, not... Well, if you take out, like, holdouts and, and injuries yes. and stuff like that, like, there's three running backs, like, this year that you would say were, like, a go, yeah. essentially. And then he... So, I, I didn't pick Mahomes either, but that was because uh, I was I had the fourth overall pick. Zeke fell on my lap. Nobody took right. him. This was right as this whole day was ending but it wasn't like totally confirmed yet but i was reading other i'm not gonna say i was an insider but i was reading other stuff that it was looking like it was ending and everything so because if ty remembers last year because i i at you know asked for his counsel last year because i had the first overall pick and it was between uh Le'Veon Ta- and who else was Ta- it? Gurley. and todd Gurley, and this was when Levion's uh holdout was at its peak so i picked todd Gurley. My dad followed the, but the second overall pick with um, with Le'Veon and then lived to regret it. So yeah. um, I got the fourth overall pick, so I'm like, okay, well, Zeke fell on my lap because I'm, take, I'm taking Zeke, and Mahomes fell all the way to eighth out of that. Right. Which even after Zeke, like, okay, Le'Veon Bell, I would probably have taken Mahomes over DeAndre Hopkins or David Johnson, which is what came yeah, before yeah, him in this sure. draft. But uh, it, it was I just mean- such a weird, nobody wanted to do it. I actually, you know what's even funnier? I think Patrick Mahomes was auto drafted. I'm not even joking. Wow, because there was one why. person who didn't make it. So, but actually, and I shouldn't say that as well because I just realized Carson Wentz was also taken at the end of the first round. So that's pretty interesting. Well, too. I, I mean, that might was are they Eagles fans? Or, or actually, uh, I feel like I know it was probably your uncle that took him. It, uh, it was Jimmy. So, oh, but okay. he's he's not. Uh, he's actually a smart fancy player. I say okay. that as he doesn't have a single win yet this season. He just tried to make a big <laughs> trade with me. He's the king of making these huge trades. He forever last year kept trying to make trades for Gurley, like three players for three players. And I'm like, no, and he just tried to do it again. And I really don't know who he exactly was after because he wanted like carry on Johnson and Rashad Penny. And he was going to give me like Joe Mixon and, and Julian Edelman. I'm like, uh, no, not really. Well, so, um, I lost my train of thought. I was, oh, I was going to say maybe Mahomes got picked like at that spot because the list had him as best the available. first overall player. Yeah, best available. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly so what happened. I think that's the team who I drafted, if I remember correctly. Um, so, one team auto drafted like half of it. So, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's always been a thing where it's like, oh, you got to take your running back early. And then, like, you know, mm-hmm. you take like your running back in the first two rounds, maybe you go wide receiver, then you go quarterback. And, yeah. Patrick Mahomes has kind of changed the game in terms of like every week. I mean, he's usually getting close to 300 yards and at least two touchdowns. Like mm-hmm. he's the, I mean, that's why he's the MVP last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just very consistent, and that offense is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but 
yeah, I mean, this is something that's been going on for forever. And it feels like, and I mean, I love fantasy football, and and I was always a yearly player, but I don't do I'm, fantasy football, but I definitely understand the appeal because yeah, sometimes I just want to watch football, and <laughs> it'll be like two teams. Where I'm like, oh great, I don't yeah, I want to watch this game, but it's like two teams I don't really care about. And that's where fantasy would come in to yep, make it exactly. actually appealing. But that's what like, fucks it up. Like, at the okay, same. well, now I have something to care about. But that's what fucks up at the same time, too. So it's like, okay, the Pats and the Steelers are playing each other, right? Okay, great. I have Tom Brady. Oh, no, I have the Steelers defense. Like, it's yeah. it, that, that's what gets really fucking annoying really quickly. Like, well, in, in, in I, this league. And this is what makes me, at the end of every week, go, I fucking hate fantasy football for this reason. Because sometimes it just gives me a heart attack toward the end. It's ridiculous. Right. Our, me and Tyler and Brendy are in a uh, season-long daily fantasy league. Um, so, like, a grand prize at the end. Everyone pays. And then, you know, there's a still new lineups every week. And it has been fucking a barn burner for the past, like, three weeks. Yeah. Like, between me and Tyler, I think. Um, yep. so, and I won the one week that was a massive week for everybody. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We've had like, I think this week I kind of won, or the past week rather, I kind of won by a lot, but like the week that you, I, I, I beat you another week and had won by like, I think it was what, like less than two points or something. Yeah. Because it was Baltimore who completely just dropped their shit against Cleveland. So, <laughs> um, so it's been, it's been good, but mm-hmm. I mean, Zach hit the, hit the nail on the head. I mean, there, that's a lot of the big appeal is I don't have any say in this game. I don't care who wins, but I'm, you know, I, I want to watch this game because I have a fantasy player. And I do have a question to ask you, Bobby, because mm-hmm. I like being in a situation. So let's just hypothetically say, uh, you're playing fantasy, like year long fantasy, and the um the Pats are playing. I don't know, the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, and you have Patrick Mahomes, and you're down by <laughs> twenty points. Are you rooting for Patrick Mahomes uh, to do well or the Pats to win? because uh, this is uh, this is kind of, okay. This hurts. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. This hurts. Um. well (laughs) it's become harder now because so i had like tyler had been playing probably since i was like seven or eight i remember a friend of ours a mutual friend of me and tyler setting up a league in elementary school like he would he came up and it was through yahoo uh he would set up a league It, it was insane so um and like those are free leagues, obviously. So I was back there, but like, oh yeah, no, Pat. But now I have so much fucking money in fantasy football yeah. now. It, it like I'm like, yes, I really want the Pats to win. I really want to see, it. especially if it's like, you know, a big game that decides, you know, who gets the bye week in the AFC. If it's like the the Pats and the Chiefs, which you know are are it's going to be a thing later on the season. You know it. Yeah. And excuse me. And uh, you know, so I I think I think I'll still say I'm rooting for the Patriots. But part part of me just aches inside because I have money on the line if I pick Mahomes that week. I might even avoid picking him in a game like that just so I don't have to go through the fucking like heartbreak of losing money. But, you know, Pat's I mean, winning type thing. It's a bad like pro and con, honestly. I mean, for me, there's two sides. It's so like for the daily daily mm-hmm. fantasy 
wise, obviously you're picking your players every week. And like I have profited so well <laughs> because I know the Broncos' weaknesses and I just keep picking their weaknesses. Like I'll watch I watch all their games and I know what they suck at. <laughs> so in daily I will pick players that like last year they couldn't stop the run to save their life. I was picking running back, running backs against the Broncos every week. And I mean, I ran away with our league and I'm not saying it's all because of that, but like, no. you know, I'm just saying, but in a yearly sense, like when I was doing that and if I was in like a situation, like I had described, um, it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, I want the Broncos to win, but like if the other team gets a touchdown, make sure it's this guy who I have, yeah. like kind of thing. Like I, I don't want anybody else scoring. Like if it's going to be a touchdown, whatever, fine make it you so like i actually get fantasy points mm. but i i've still always been on the train of you know team comes my you know broncos come first mm. and and it's maybe it's a little different now because um you know in the past few years they have struggled but you know on the days that they've been they were one of the best teams in the league um you know back in their super bowl times mm. and, and before that i mean it, you know i always pick the broncos so it's just an interesting question because I know a lot of people that get pissed off when it's like, how could you root for against your own team because of fantasy football? But as you say, like when there's money involved, it's definitely a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, the stakes always. are a lot higher. So it's always like, and I don't put nearly half as much money as Tyra puts in every week of daily fantasy. Really the only leagues yeah. I play in are the committed leagues I'm into. I'm starting to develop strategy for, getting into those big leagues but i know it's just fucking difficult and something that's going to take effort for me to kind of keep up with so it's right. just I'm, I'm i'm holding off for right now until i'm a little bit better i've been doing a lot better in the uh season long yeah, daily fantasy i was gonna say you definitely because last year you were struggling yeah i was on the <laughs> struggle year, bus last year but i mean this year you've been i mean i i our other friend kind of took the first two weeks, but ever since then, it's really been me and you battling. Yeah. Um, Brandy's been the one that's been struggling, actually. He's still so. finishing like third, but like, it, it, yeah, he's been on the deal. I'm not even, I haven't even really, I don't even think I peeked at any of his lineups because I wasn't ever worried about him. I was always checking yours and our, our <laughs> other friends, honestly, just because that's who I was battling with a lot of the time. So it was interesting oh yeah and just in case we didn't mention it's a free-for-all format so four players against each other and winner yeah. takes all so um that's yeah, so fun but i guess sure. i i definitely want to circle this back to it's like why do we keep putting money into this right like it was one thing like you know when we were starting in elementary school and you know friends like hey join this free thing right there really wasn't i mean i'm a very competitive person so it did mean a lot even back then but like what what is it that makes us want to put money into picking a team of players and especially with how bad nfl variance is like Mm -hmm. why do we keep doing it season after season and i'm asking you this question because you definitely put way more money into this than i do i think i have a total of Somewhere between seventy five and one hundred dollars total invested at the moment on NFL, which is nothing I know compared to yours. Yeah, I mean, so for me, it's it's. I think number one, it's an entertainment thing, mm-hmm. uh, as Zach had mentioned before. Like, um, <laughs> let's just take it last makes week. those boring games worth watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, last week, look, the fucking Dolphins play the Redskins. You got two teams that suck, um, 
And my strategy for for daily fantasy is I, I like picking cheap defenses because <laughs> defenses are such a like anomaly to me, and I just feel like I'd rather pay down for a defense and pay up for a skill position. So I mean, I had Miami's defense, not just because it was like whatever it's Miami's defense and they're the cheapest, but I mean the Redskins are turnover prone, and and look, mm-hmm. they only got me one point. However fact of the matter is like i had an interest in that game because i had of you know playing fantasy like there's no chance i mean i I, look i watch reds like i've said before i watch the red zone so like i would be watching it anyway but like i care a lot more and it's more entertaining to me than to um you know just to if i wasn't and for example also like i remember in week one um the game it was the lions versus the cardinals and um, they, which actually ended in a tie, but I had Matt Stafford and Kenny Galladay that week in, in a lineup, which was winning me. I think I put in, oh, you know what? I actually had a free voucher for that and I ended up winning $50, but there was a chance if I got like a little bit more points, I could have jumped up to the next tier in the tournament and won like $125. So I remember just like so intently, like. I wanted the Cardinals to tie it so bad so we go to overtime because I'm like, hopefully that gives Matt Stafford enough points. And, you know, like I literally needed like a Galladay or Stafford to Galladay touchdown and that would have sealed it. Like I would have went there. My point is, again, I'm, I am I was like on the edge of my seat. Like I, I was rooting for that. Like if I was rooting for a Broncos game because of that. Uh-huh. So for me, entertainment, but like, I mean, for our league, I don't care about winning the money. I mean, it's it's minimal. It's it's cool. I get the end, like getting the pop, but like that's more of a competitive thing and just like a fun thing for me. Like, yeah, you know, just to joke around with you guys and stuff like that. Um, do, do but yeah, think... I, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, for me, I'm I I usually do like the big tournaments. Um, and I I'll put in sometimes 40 50 bucks a week and i mean i will say the return has been very positive i i'm actually up on the season so it's good but i i will say like i'm not gonna spend like a whole paycheck on it but i just i've had money in my account and my FanDuel and DraftKings account and i'm winning so it keeps going up so it's like oh i want to see just some tournaments i want to see a fucking excel spreadsheet and graphs of your net profit at the end of this fucking season well, I was going to say, because I came in, like I said, week one, I did really well, like, on high horse. And then, like, I think weeks two and three, I, like, I'm pretty sure it was literally week two, the week after I did, I did horrible. I Oh, that you know why? I know why I did horrible. I don't remember what week it was, but it was the week that Big Ben got hurt. I had him in, like, almost every lineup. That's what happened. Yes. Yep, so I remember I, that. I, you I, were so pissed. I lost. Fucking fine. I lost a significant amount of money that day. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I don't know. I just I like it. It's it's entertaining and it's always fun. You know, you just refreshing your phone or your computer over and over again to see uh, points added up. I I just like it. What about the uh like so I guess the very big high roller leagues, right? Because there right. are there are a bunch of those too that put like thousands. Yeah. In it every year. I I keep seeing I. I do not follow this man, but Christ, I keep seeing OJ fucking Simpson uh, <laughs> tweeting videos of him, I guess, just sitting at a bar uh, always for fantasy football, because I remember the video when Andrew Luck retired. He just picked him in yeah. the league and he was like, what the hell, man? 
Like, I just keep seeing videos of that, and you know damn well he's got a ton of money into this. Yeah. You know it. You fucking know it. And there's also, like, you know, been doing a lot of research on strategy and stuff online, and, you know, for, for both daily fantasy football and daily fantasy hockey, I'm starting to get into that, too, which... It, listen, if you don't like the variants of football, don't play hockey. I'm telling you right now, don't do it. Stay as far away as you possibly can. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I was saying is like, so I've been reading articles, and every single time there's always like a brag piece in the article, right? Where it's like, oh, you know, I started out with like a dollar and got hooked instantly, and since then I've made like three million dollars profit yeah. off of fantasy football i even applaud the people more who can do it in fantasy hockey that's just crazy but like yeah. the people who do it in fantasy football like people are making a living off of doing this now which i think is fucking insane like the whole daily fantasy sports boom uh has provided essentially a new career i mean you put that on top of people who play like poker for a living or something like that but it's, it's just so weird to me and it's it's always you i swear your, what's that you gotta know your shit if you've like if you're gonna make money like that off oh, of yeah. it, like oh yeah, you gotta know like each individual player and who their backup <laughs> is, et cetera. Like yeah, oh dude, you gotta see. So I, I my research game, at least before like a season long uh, uh league, definitely needs some work. I don't do much. I end up just kind of checking the different lists on ESPN, CBS, and kind of seeing the, I guess trying to find the trends on like who's really at the top, and you know kind of try and base things around my pick. But there are people who know how to use the mock draft tools the right way and then kind of really understand how their draft's going to go. Um, yeah. And I got to get there at some point. Um, my grandfather, who he's in his 80s, I think, if I remember correctly, I think he just turned 80 or he's a couple of years over 80. He uh, he still <laughs> plays fantasy football um, in my father's league. And he uh, he's on his laptop like in March. And he pay, he goes to this website. I forget the name of it. And he pays 15 bucks or something like that and gets continuously updated spreadsheets. And these things are fucking massive. You guys yeah. have no idea. These guys are, you know, so many sheets and they're constantly updated with these like detailed analytics and everything else. That's he's retired. He's a retired fireman. And, you know, he doesn't really do much these days, but he does that. And he just goes fucking hard with it. Like in his research game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, there's fights out there like, uh, uh, pro football focus is maybe what you're talking about. It's one of the big uh, sites, and it's a lot of like the analytics um, and everything else. You know, all the the uh, stats that the underlying stats that might make a player successful, and that's kind of my you know for me, I am maybe why I've been successful, and and I I don't want to say it like this because it's gonna sound bad, but like more successful than like people like Bobby and Brendan in our league it's just because like I'm putting the time in to like look at these stats and like look at trends and stuff like that and and I, I will say I mean I you know usually for me it starts Friday Friday I'll kind of sit down and say you know let me start kind of building some lineups and see and then Saturday I'm fine-tuning them and uh, just making sure everything's okay and and it's a, it's a not I don't want to say a commitment, but I am committed to doing this, and it's fun. Like I said, it's a fun thing for me. And like you know, I I do put a decent amount of money into it, but it's not like I'm. I mean, I, I think I've deposited like twice. Like it's just I keep playing off my winnings, <clears throat> and 
you know, it gives me that, I guess, joy every week. But yeah, I mean, for the people that are playing in these, these $1,000, $10,000 tournaments, you know, that's something that a lot of, I mean, I don't know if you want to say it like this, but those guys are essentially, uh, quote unquote, professionals. Like they, this is what they do. Like they have made a living off of, um, not only like fantasy, but I would also say a lot of them probably in the poker, regular sports betting, um, which I would love to get into on another podcast. Uh, and, and, you know, this is what they do. They're very committed. They put their time and effort into that. And I could see some people that are not so in touch with it saying, um, oh, you know, that's that's dumb or like, why would you do that? Because it's such a risk. Yes, it is. But if you know your stuff, I mean, that's why those people I mean, a lot of the tournaments you see are, like that are, are very like the tournaments I play um, might be like, you know, three, four bucks to buy in. But there is 30,000 people in it. And to get uh, basically your money back, you might have to place like 10,000 or below. Um, but I mean, most of those leagues are per se, it is a thousand dollar buy-in. It might only be, excuse me, it might only be 250 people in it. Um, and there might only be like payout for the top 20, 15, 20 people. So obviously it's big risk, but, uh, I mean, those guys are doing it, like I said, day in and day out. And uh, they're, like I said, sports betting in general is is something that they're into as well so i just you know it's it has grown into something that um like i said i've always liked fantasy football and i'm really happy that the daily fantasy uh scene has has become a thing because i remember like like fucking massive now dude i I remember like watching like sports center in the morning when i was a kid and I would see like these commercial, like commercials for DraftKings, which I know now, but at the time I didn't. And they'd be like, "Oh, you could win ten thousand dollars, like whatever, like all this money." I'm like, "This has got to be some kind of scam." <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, because they always are. To be true, it's like those yeah. fucking uh, Bezid sites. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- okay, remember- real quick, in case you don't know what they are, <laughs> they're right, by the way, that you can get a TV for 50 bucks. However, what they don't tell you is that you pay a bunch of money for the $1 bids. So it looks like you're getting a TV for $50, but in reality, you paid a bunch of money for those $1 bids. That's it. So right. sham. Anyway, I, cause I, I was going to say, I remember like those bees commercials on like NHL network weren't mm. always play. And like, I was just like, no chance that's real yep, either. But no like fucking shot. But, like, I just never thought it was. And then I think, um, I don't know, maybe back five, six, uh, five years ago, I started to kind of get into it more. And since yeah. then, I mean, I play daily. I play daily. I, I would like to get back into a season-long one at some point. But, you know, for me, it's just I like the – I think there's more strategy involved in daily. There is. You know, you are picking players every week. Um, based on trends and stuff like that, where with a with a year long league, I mean, you you draft a team at the beginning of the season, hoping that you know it it does well. Um, but you know, you're also dealing with injuries and that, and, and that's another big thing with 
uh, with daily fantasy that I like is unfortunately, you know, with mm-hmm. the NFL, I mean, it is a tough sport and there are injuries and I just don't want to have my first overall draft pick be out for the whole year and then be screwed. And like, if you're in a league like Bobby, where it's a $50, you know, buy-in, you just lost $50 because of one injury. Yep. So, yeah. But I do want to touch on um, another thing before we kind of wrap up this segment is, do you think that fantasy football is so much bigger than, say, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball, basketball, because of what? Like, I think one of the things might be simplicity of it, but is there anything... You know, what, what is your take on that? Well, it's easy, right? So the problem with um, fantasy hockey is it's not as obvious who the players are. And not to mention, it's like, it's hard to pick a day, right? Like yeah. If you were to pick a best day to play fantasy hockey, it's probably Wednesday because that's kind of what they've been marketing now is the Wednesday night robbery. I was, was going to say like Wednesday or Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Wednesday or Saturday are probably your top, you know, if you're trying to play like a daily game, right? Um. The other thing is, is like football is such a part of American culture that most people, even those that are kind of disconnected from football, like don't really pay attention can still play. Right. Like it's the scheduling of it, too. All the games are on the same day. Every game on Sunday, Thursday and Monday. But most of the games are on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, look, you can set your lineup on Saturday or, you know, when if you're playing like a season long and then just be like, okay, you know, just keep an eye on it throughout Sunday and then Monday and then do it all over again. That probably has the best thing that probably has the most to do with it is the scheduling of football is why it's so popular. That's exactly Sunday. It's at the end of the weekend. Like if you had the whole weekend to like your lineup together or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I will say, um, apparently PPR is a lot more common than I thought. I, I like people. I, so sorry to cut you off, but yeah, like the one thing with DraftKings that I like over FanDuel um, is that all of their things are PPR. So if you don't know what that means, it's point per reception. So, uh, you know, you have that's that's why I was making a lot of money on DraftKings was because I was picking guys that were consistently getting a lot of targets or getting a target right. uptick because of an injury or something. And it's harder to do that with FanDuel. But. FanDuel like has better contests in my opinion so like I you know I would like that but yeah I mean PPR is is definitely picked up because I agree with you like back a few years ago I was like PPR is so dumb like who would ever play PPR and now I'm like the opposite it it gives it gives a lot more incentive for other players to grab like there's guys who don't score that many touchdowns in a season but they're a main target like so even if they're just getting a team upfield they're a worthwhile pick right so anybody in PPR can blow up at any moment. It doesn't, you know, it, it really depends. Whereas standard, you know, yeah, you can have busts, you can have guys who can unexpectedly boom out, but most of the time, you know, first three or four rounds in a standard league are really who, who your bread and butter are going to be for the rest of the season. Yeah, standard um, is more reliant on, like, touchdowns. Yeah, so standard literally is, like, you know, six points for a touchdown, like, uh, you know, X amount of points for okay so like my league that i'm in that's a standard league so it's six points for a touchdown um for quarterbacks minus one for an interception two points for two point conversion three points for a field goal and then there's a multiplier for how long the field goal was etc etc um so there's that and i could see i could i like both um i'm ppr starting to grow on me a lot more than it used to because i two seasons ago was when i started playing in a season-long ppr league um it's growing on me um, it makes a lot more sense, but like I was going to say though, is that if somebody's just starting out fantasy football, it might be worthwhile to start them on standard 
just because it's so easy, right? Because in yeah. almost any standard league, it's six six points for a touchdown, three points for a field goal, you know, and then there's a few multipliers you just have to look at your league rules about. But PPR does make a lot of sense, so I do get it. I, I think, um, but yeah, I think Zach's right on the money about it's mainly a scheduling thing, and that even if you're again, even if you're not a football fan, like Sundays are essentially weekly holidays, you know, because they're football yeah. days. Like just everybody in the world in in America watches football. You know, yeah, Sundays the the do nothing day every week. Yeah, yeah. So you might as well just put on a game, right? So, and that's why there's you know there's there's office pots for fantasy football leagues. Like people online always talk about fantasy football leagues. Like even like all the higher ups in the world like have a fantasy football league, which just kind of makes me laugh every once in a while. Thinking about like politicians yeah. all in a fantasy football league. Like think about that. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of funny to think about. Um, yeah. So and and fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball is even more confusing sometimes. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, fantasy football is definitely the best fantasy sport, I would say. Um, I'm also oh, in a seat. for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I do play, and this is my fourth year doing a, well, actually, I shouldn't say. It's my fourth year in a row doing a season-long hockey league. Um, and it's a pretty serious league. There's no money, but it's like a, it's uh, called All-Time Hockey. I found them on Reddit. Shout out to All-Time Hockey. Um, it's like a huge mega league that has like 200 teams in it, and it's split up in four divisions. I've been in D4 because I've just, I'm still figuring this out. Um, and there's divisions in those divisions, like, you know, so I'm in division four under the Lidstrom subdivision and they're all named yeah. after like big players. Like the top one in D one is Gretzky and like D two is Lemieux and all that stuff. So I'm getting used to that, but it gets annoying setting a lap every day. Cause if you forget one day, it can screw you for the whole week. Um, I've just discovered right. we use flea flicker for that one, which is not a major site, but it's actually pretty nice. Uh, you can actually set your lamps in advance, which I just discovered now. So uh, I'll be doing that a little bit more just to keep up with it. But Sunday, it's, you know, it's easy. Pick your players, you know, make sure everybody's doing OK. Maybe make a couple trades and you can win a Super Bowl. It's really not hard. Uh, Want to air my grievance. You're wasn't it your fucking aunt who robbed me of a Super Bowl because Peyton Manning, who was having a down year, decided to blow up on the last fucking uh, day? Um. Wasn't it your I aunt? I'm pretty sure it was your aunt. I, 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 it was her, but I can't remember like, what year it was. Because I, I, I don't know if it was the year that like their offense was crazy and went to the Super Bowl, or if it was like just another year. I can't remember, but God. It, it, it was just I, I do remember that yeah. Uh, vividly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so I was so mad. And there was money, so um, yeah. I made two season long Super Bowls, one for the PPR league. Uh, last year and then one for the standard in Tyra's league years ago a long time ago and uh lost both so i have two second place finishes in season long and then <laughs> i will be getting into daily fantasy more and more as i kind of develop a strategy i want to make sure everything i'm doing in the season long daily league works in FanDuel, and so far i've been okay so now i just gotta you know figure out how to work with multiple lineups and everything else and then i'll be i'll be set at that point and probably start putting some more money into this so it is fun it is entertaining and yeah it does definitely make me want to watch certain games you know i don't get the patriots here um you know where i am uh, very often unless they're one of the big games like the four or fives or eight o'clocks or whatever um so i don't get to watch them very often um but, you know, I want to watch football. I like football. So, you know, I got to find something to root for, like like Zach said yeah. earlier. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's something, I mean, that has just grown and can, and will continue to grow. 
Uh, I think as, uh, again, I want to talk about this on another podcast, but, you know, sports betting becoming more legal in, in other states, uh, I think that might even just the whole sports betting and betting and uh, mm. fantasy sports, I think it's all just going to go up because there's a lot of money invested. And not only is it good for, um, you know, the people obviously playing, but it does have benefits for states and stuff like that as well, which again, below the nationally the legalized online poker, online casinos, and <laughs> online sports betting, please. And thank you. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are going to move on from that topic and move on to our second topic. Uh, like I said before, in case you missed it, not going to be here this week because Brendy is not here, but we will move on to our second topic. So again, highly anticipated. This should be Holy good. shit. He's here. Um, where the fuck did you uh, come from (laughs) so we're gonna talk about not cheering for the home team so let's just can we just hand this over to zach well i was gonna say let's let me let's just say and i obviously we said on the podcast before (laughs) but for anybody new listening um for the four major sports i'm a denver uh, so me and bobby live in new jersey let's go let's go down the let's just go down the line on what yeah, the team? Four major about. sports, yeah. Yeah. So I am a Denver Broncos fan. Bobby is a New England Patriots fan. Uh, I'm a San Jose Sharks fan. Bobby's a Flyers fan. I'm just realizing, by the way, Bobby is only there. Only only has one team that is away from home, and you're getting on about it. Oh uh, anyway. yeah. Well, uh, the, the only reason sorry. that is is because my team's a dynasty. That's literally the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why he's mad. Yeah. Uh, baseball. Uh, mine's the Pirates, Bobby's the Phillies, and basketball are both Sixers fans. Uh, casual watch. <laughs> and we both, both grew up in Gloucester County, South Jersey. You know, yeah. right outside the Philadelphia area. Just, just so you know what market we're supposed to be in. Like that literally just hit me as as I was going through. <laughs> Bobby literally has one team. It, this is gonna be an attack on me, but Zach, go ahead. Yeah. Share your take thoughts. the mic, to, Zach. Fourth. You have a hot mic right now. Go. <laughs> All right, so the four teams I cheer for, uh, all Atlanta except for one, and it doesn't count because I used to be Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, he gets Braves, a pass Falcons, on this one. Braves, Falcons, Hawks, uh, United, and then Winnipeg Jets. But They were the Thrashers. Yeah, they were the Thrashers, and the only reason I continue to cheer for them is because the other two teams around me are uh, would be the Canes, Hurricanes, and the Predators. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I know the Predators are in the same division as the Jets, so I'm like I can't just start going for another team in the same division. I, well, I was gonna say like with the Jets too, like all the Thrashers players had went to, with the Jets. Yeah. Like it wasn't right, like so it was it's still team. still kind of cheering for the same team. So yeah, yeah. you get a pass. Oh, yeah, that, that's a pass. That gets, sure. I, Easy pass. At least for my point, I get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> we're giving it to you. Means how we'll give that one to you. And I have been frustrated with people who don't cheer for their home team, aka the city that the major sports city that you live nearest to. Right. Which again for us is Philadelphia. And what what makes someone not cheer for their <laughs> home team, if you want to call it the home team? Well, I think well, I was, let me just say this. I, I just have to throw this out there because I know people in our area. Obviously, us being from New Jersey, you're like, well, if you're going to root for the hometown team, you got to root for the Devils, not the Flyers. It's like Th- that's not how that works. And I'm trying to explain this to people. Away, 
the devils are two hours away. Like, what are you talking about? If you, if you, if, if so, let me tell you something. For those of you who are listening to this podcast who are like sports fans, and someone comes up to you and says that, walk away because <laughs> no, I get that one. That I get person, that one. You guys are close to Philly. Like. Yeah, that person doesn't understand how sports work. If they're telling you, "Oh, I need to root for New Jersey," motherfucker, no. Jersey's yeah. in the same division as the you know fucking Flyers, so no. <laughs> I'm, I also mean, ass. I, for me, I always had a different reason, and you know, my dad uh, was had a lot to do with that. Like, he started liking, so like he was always a big football fan, and I don't think he really had a team. And back when um, John Elway was a Bronco, it was one of his favorite players. So he had gotten the direct tv sports package like to watch the broncos and basically become a broncos this fan. is where i would mooch off you constantly which by the way funny story to that was the year that he decided to get the sports package to watch the broncos for la la retired <laughs> <laughs> so uh he actually never got that but he became a broncos fan so i grew up in his house holding i became a broncos fan and same thing with the pirates um yeah, and I will say for for a while I was a Phillies fan, and part of that, and I again I will say too, I was a Flyers fan when I was young. But part of that was because that's all I knew. Like I was young, I wasn't watching sports all the time. Um, I was basically I grew up in a big sports household, so whoever so, was being rooted for, I rooted. So what's interesting about that is that my dad grew up in Chicago, so he, so I grew up with my dad being a big Chicago Bears fan. Right. Mm-hmm. But and you, I you never straight. like, I never, well, I was never a fan of the Chicago Bears. Well, did you did you get into football because of your dad, or did you just kind of get into it later on? I guess is the question for you. Yeah, uh, I guess, I guess it was kind of later on where I just picked up an interest right. in it. Yeah, so I know, yeah, like, could, and and you know, Ty, please, you know, don't let me put words in your mouth. But I, I'm, my my understanding is a lot of. Tyler's sports background is because of that. He he was always uh you know the sports head. You know even yeah. you know I I grew I've known Tyler since he was fucking six I think yeah something and, like that <laughs> and something like that yeah so and he was always into sports and I knew it was really easy to see just by walking in their fucking household that it was his father. You know you should see the massive collection he had of of you know various sports memorabilia and, and things like that. So it was pretty obvious. So okay, so your dad's like a diehard. Oh, dude. Dude. Yeah, so well that's what I was gonna say. So, so like I got into football like I got into football because of my dad, and that's what the kind of the case was with like what Bobby was asking. Like your dad was a or is a Chicago Bears fan, but you didn't get into it because of him watching. Like I grew up watching I wasn't growing up watching Eagles games. I grew up watching Broncos games. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's what was on. So that's kind of been the thing for me. But I, I guess not, I guess something I discovered later, as I was saying, is once I started to watch sports more and, like, start to have my favorite players, not necessarily for, like, the local teams. Like, I'm a Sharks fan because they had a goalie that I love. I mean, I was a goalie in hockey. So I'm obviously watching all the goalies and watching highlights. My favorite goalie was Evgeny Nabokov. That like, point is invalid. <laughs> How? Because I was always a big Peyton Manning fan, but I still cheered for the Falcons. But uh, I I get that, and I know people do that. But when you want to be, but because of Nabokov, I was watching Sharks games, and then I fell in love with the team. Dude, I 
I have a youth size Indianapolis Colts paid Manning jersey mm. in my closet right now. It's like it's by the way, on that note, sorry to cut you off, Bobby Bobby has a relic. Don't you have a Terrell Owens Eagles jersey? Yes, or something I do. Like that? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I actually you know what's even funnier? I think my family uh owns a couple of them. Like really? I think I think my my aunt has one too. Um for TO jerseys. I don't know why everybody bought TO jerseys of all things. Uh I am also uh a proud owner of a Drew Bledsoe jersey. Uh, nice. which is just irony. And then uh I <laughs> thought you're gonna laugh at this one. I actually think my mother still owns a Rick Tockett Flyers jersey. <laughs> Dude, a buddy of mine at work is I can't remember how he said they were related, but he's related to Heinz Ward. Was it, I don't know what? if they're like cousins or <laughs> something right. or whatever, but yeah, he's Shit. he's from around this area. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Again, it's for me like if you um if you're watching something and I think I just kind of, I was raised to be like, okay, my family likes, I mean, my, my grandmother is a diehard Phillies fan and my aunt so was at the time too. Yep. So I, I was basically raised to be a Phillies fan, but then you kind of like, you know, you grow up and you have your own <laughs> feelings and I'm being philosophy. Yeah, you sound you so up. holier than that. Right? But grow like, up and, you, you, uh, you grow up and develop so opinions and, and cheer for no, the other like, team in the state that's 10 times worse. So basically, and, what I'm hearing is Tyler got fucking red pilled, apparently. No, I mean, yeah. look, I, I'm like kind of saying up, buddy. Like that and it's funny, but I, I really like I form my own opinions. I was like, you know, I, I the Phillies you, are fine and all, but, but I like the Pirates. And, and look, I mean, when my decision was made, uh, like this wasn't the case, but looking back on it, and I know I keep bringing this up, and I feel like Bobby actually hates this opinion of mine, but I still can't stand Philly sports fans for the most part. Like, I, there's okay. just too many that I hate. The Phillies and picked I, up Bryce Harper, and now they're like, we're going to be paying off this loan for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, like, I just. Right, I'm sorry, I had to drop that in. Brandy there. has made his way into the fucking podcast. Can you just stop taking your fucking account? Yeah, really. <laughs> but no, I mean, like. I don't know. I just I th- there's fans that I I wish to not associate myself with, and a Philly fan, Eagles fans, like I there's too many crazy okay. people with on, them. So on that note, here's where you're right, and here's where you're fucking wrong. Okay, so <laughs> l- let's get some one thing straight. Um, I'm not gonna say every Eagles fan is a choir boy and I'm not going to say that every Eagles fan is a, or let me say Philly sports fan. I'm not going to say every Philly sports fan is a choir boy. And I'm not going to say every Philly sports fan is, you know, a dick the devil. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but here's, here's where it gets bad. Um, here's where you're wrong. You're wrong because there are, it's, it's almost a hot button and an easy article, right? Whenever something happens with fans in Philly sports, okay, there was a brawl at a, you know, let's, I'm giving an example. Let's say, you know, some fans got into it. Oh, you know what? Here, I'll give a story. Um, there, this was, God, 10 years ago, uh, Philly's game. Something about how there was this drunk guy in the stands of, at Citizens Bank Park, and he was, you know, swearing and, and, you know, doing his thing and being an idiot. And there was a, a, a gentleman in front of him with his younger daughter. So at one point, you know, he turns around and says to the, the drunk guy, like, Hey, 
you know, can you just not be an idiot? Essentially, you know, just nicely says, hey, don't stop being a dumbass. So what does the drunk guy decide to do? He decides to essentially gag himself and throw up all over the fucking girl, the the, the daughter, like a, <laughs> like a freak. So that, of course, causes some issues, as you can imagine. So stories like that happen. And there there are infamous are stories we, of Philly sports fans. I, I have a question about the story. Yeah. Um, are we talking about Philly man or Florida man? <laughs> <laughs> that does sound that pretty Florida point. man. You know what? I think he was visiting. I think he got, I think he got lost in Philly or yeah, National. Which is Definitely. pretty damn possible. So. Definitely, Florida guy ended up in Philly for yeah, sure, dude. If, if you're going through that airport, you might think, you know, we 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 Worst ran about this airport before. So, anyway, so my point is, is that you know, stories like that, the few infamous incidents, and then you know, you hear things, especially when the Eagles ended up winning the Super Bowl, like the the infamous video of the dude, the kid in front of the Vikings fan, just going "Go Birds!" <laughs> like. You see those things, but as with anything that doesn't speak for a majority of fans, because it, it's so easy if two people get into a fight at Citizens Bank Park that there's going to be a, you know, ESPN article next day like, oh, Philly fans start brawl in Citizens Bank Park when the next day, you know, Chicago White Sox um, and Chicago Cubs game fans got into a massive like 12 people brawl in the stands and there wasn't even a single article on it. It's like a meme that ESPN and CBS and a lot of major sports news outlets can just turn out stories because everyone's going to believe it that it says Philly fan did this. Oh, I definitely believe that because they're Philly sports fans, right? Any other fans, you know, you probably wouldn't believe it and think it's horseshit. So that's why you're wrong. And that's why I think your thing is skewed. However, however, I will give you, a little bit of a break because even though you don't follow the Eagles or follow, uh, you know, Philly sports as you do other, you definitely do follow like a lot of the writers or a lot of the beat or the networks yeah. like NBC sports, Philadelphia and stuff like that. That are talking about this shit constantly. And not to mention our, you know, friends and, 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 and local people that we know. And, you know, We've made comments about certain people jumping on the bandwagon and stuff like that. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. So I will say that you do see some of the dark side. I just don't think it's as bad as you think it is. I think you're just as skewed as everybody else sometimes when it comes to that. Atlanta Uh, sports fans is just, um, you know, when your dad tells you he's not mad, he's just disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, everyone looks like their dad just told them that. Is that, is that is that what you guys say to yourselves when you look at Matt Ryan every week? Is that really Ugh. what you guys say? Like, I'm convinced. Matt, that was great. No, so convinced. My Coolio, you're the golden child. Matt, you're grounded. Yeah. <laughs> like, which one was born okay. first? So I will say, like, I'll give it to Eagles fans or or Philly fans because a lot of the reason this is happening, are very passionate, and that's good. Um, I don't know. I just we're a sports town, man. I mean. There's there's no question about it. I think like we're, I would say, you know, top, maybe top five, um, in, uh, in the world really with, we're never going to relocate. Like that's not, it just doesn't happen here. So a lot of that is passion. And, and I will say, and I've said this before, like I, I miss being able to go to a sporting event and cheer for the home team because there is something to be said about that where it is a fun experience, like being in that atmosphere, like being a part of a positive atmosphere, a cheering atmosphere. Like, I like that a lot. So that's the one thing that sucks. But 
I just, I mean, again, like that's something I, like I said, that was not what I was thinking at the time, but hindsight 2020, like I do have some feelings about that, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It's something that I don't have a, pro- I don't per se have a problem. I, I maybe the Eagles might be the one team where I would be like, yeah, I don't really like them, but like, I don't have a problem with any of the Phillies team, Philly teams. It's just. I just, I don't know. I just was not. But you're loyal. It's hard to be unloyal. Like, yeah, I mean, I, and trust me, I have thought about that. It's like, like if I, um, I don't know. I, one of the things like for me is uh, I went down to Georgia a few times. And, like I basically fell Georgia. in love with that place. And, like I want to move there <laughs> like really bad. <laughs> like, so I like, if I ever loyal to the Atlanta Thrashers. <laughs> well, I was going to say like, if I ever move there, like, I feel like I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like I'd still like my own teams, but you know, if I wanted, it's the same thing. Like with here, like if I went to a Braves game, like I feel like I would want to cheer for them, not cheer for them. Like, Oh my God, this is my team. But like, because I'm there, like I'm, you know, whatever. Well, if you grow up somewhere and like, if you grow up somewhere and you live there for a long time and you just become a fan of those teams, like, you can't just change your loyalty if you move to another city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I although mean, if I moved to LA, I would get a Dodgers jersey because their jerseys are fresh as yeah, fuck. They are. <laughs> um, I don't know, but like, I guess if I the one thing for me is like I'm a very casual Sixers fan. Like, don't get me wrong, I do follow a team and stuff like that. However, like that's a case. That's a case of where you know I well, I'm a Sixers fan because of the area and nothing else. Like, I didn't choose my basketball team. It chose me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out like that, but it just did, uh, and I had to laugh about it. But yeah, I that that is a case where I grew up in the area, so I'm supposed to like them. Um, again, for me, it was just how I grew up. Is a lot of what where my sport fandom lies in. But it's you know I feel like at this point, I mean, I'm I'm in the prime. I feel like of my sports. I feel I don't know. I feel like at at this time we're able to watch a lot of sports and be engaged. Right. And I know there's going to be a point in my life where um you know hopefully I'm able to start a family and and I'm going to have a job and like watching sports is not going to be a priority number one. And you know so right so, now is the time that you have for it and yeah. So like I said, and, once your loyalty lies with a certain team, it's staying. Like there's no. Really be, I, I can't imagine switching like from any well, of the teams. Yeah, you could. I mean, you can like other teams. Like yeah, yeah. I've so, always kind of liked the Cowboys, but they're not well, like my team. I, I, Never I, mind. I, you can't like teams. You're not the fucking. <laughs> I mean, for me, house. like I've always been a. Uh, like I've always liked the Toronto Maple Leafs, but like I've never yeah. been a fan of them. I keep but, saying that about the Dallas Stars. I, I've said that multiple times on the podcast. I have zero connection with Texas, like at all. Yeah. Like I just for some reason I always like the uh, always just like the Stars for some reason. Like uh, you know I also like Mike Madonna, which definitely helps. But yeah, um, you know. But uh, you know, I don't know. Just I've I turned to, uh, I have soft spots for. Like it was interesting. Like so the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, right now. There's a lot of reasons why I felt this way. So I wasn't as hurt about it as another team would, right? Because for two reasons. One, Eagles are easily second favorite team, right? You know, because I'm, I don't like Tyler, like Philly sports fans and like Philly, you know, as a city, it's my home. And I, not for nothing at the moment, still want it to be my home even in the future. Um, but, um, 
it's also because you know Patriots have already won past fucking few Super Bowls, so yeah. there, there's, a, there's a lot of me for that. But like, it's funny. So my so I'm a Patriots fan. You know, in case I haven't cleared this up yet, um, I'm a Patriots fan because my dad raised me that way. Um, I'm Philly everything else except college football. But I think in case we didn't say this yet, and I think Zach's on board this train too. Um, college, we get a, everybody gets a pass. Um, yeah. because at least for where me and Tyler are from, the nearest uh, D1 team would be Rutgers. And, and I mean, no. even for Brundy, like he's a Tennessee fan because he briefly went to Tennessee. Like, Nobody, right. I mean, I get that. College, college is just, I mean, we talked about this last week. College is way more competitive, like with the top 25 mm-hmm. yeah. versus, versus the NFL, where it's all people who have been to college and it's basically all the top players from college. Mm-hmm. I think. Delicious. One thing to clear up too, just to because Bobby mentioned like his, his dad was he his dad got him to be a Patriots fan, but this was way before the success of the Patriots. Oh yeah, the Patriots were terrible. I know the Patriots were terrible back in the nineties. Yeah, I yeah. literally there's a picture, and I, I if I need to show it on the podcast, I fucking will, or to anybody <laughs> for that matter. There is a picture of I think like two year old me wearing a tiny Bledsoe jersey, and it's framed in my house. So I was yeah. always a pitch fan. There's there there used to exist a video on you know an old cell phone of Adam Van Terry kicking one of the game winning uh, Super Bowl winning field goals. I mean my dad jumping around when I was little. Uh, so I've always been a Patriots fan. I like the Eagles, but yeah, Pats are still number one. And then like I said, everything else, I'm Philly. Um, I forget my dad's exact reasoning. I think he liked a former Pat, but I can't remember. I know a lot of it had to do with the old jerseys though. I mean those things are fucking clean. Dude, the Reds, yeah, clean as shit. Same thing yeah, with Michigan. I'm Michigan, uh, Michigan fan for college, and again, same thing. Those football jerseys are fresh as hell. So, you know, that that's that's my reasoning for it. And then again, since I'm from Philly, everything else is Philly. Um, yeah, and then I I definitely don't. It's funny though because so I have two younger sisters. One of them is nine years old now. And she, although, again, raised in the same household that I did, my parents, who are Patriots fans, uh, she's decided to be an Eagles fan. So during the Super Bowl, she was cheering for the Eagles. I think a lot of it has to do with her school because. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like they have, they had, they, even when I was in first grade, when they made the, the Super Bowl in 2004, uh, we did like a parade thing. I went along with the whole Eagles side just so I wouldn't get in trouble because I remember, <laughs> Tyler, we, ha- we know a Cowboys fan who was yeah. in class with us who I think like got threatened or something if he wasn't cheering. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not an Eagles fan. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. And he's always been a Cowboys fan. But yeah, like I went with it, but it was such a fucking facade. Like I was, a- after all the, the shit was over that day, I think I was going around yelling, go Pats while I was in, in a T.O. Eagles jersey. So it was so bad, dude. It was so bad. Oh, dude, yeah. cheering for the away team in a home game is one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. I still have I went yet to, a, to do uh, that. I went to a San Francisco Giants game in San Francisco, that fucking cool-ass stadium they have there. Oh, yeah. okay. The bay right behind it. Yeah. They were playing the Rangers, I think. This is back in, I guess, 2011 or 2012. Mm-hmm. Summer after ninth grade. Cheer for the Rangers the whole game. They ended up like <laughs> kicking the shit out of the Giants. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. That's I, was there, I was there with a bunch of my buddies, so we had a whole row of like Rangers fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's also gonna suck too, uh, because I, you know, I was with somebody who was a Steelers fan, and they went to the Eagles game a few seasons ago, and the Eagles just completely blew them out, and you know, the entire time just getting, you know, 
the whole stadium is getting louder. And you're sitting there like, well, this fucking blows. Like, yeah. so, but yeah, I got to imagine, like, if you're the, if you're rooting for the away team, the away team is just kicking ass. That's got to be like the best feeling in the world. I have yet to well, do that. I was going to say, I've been a part of that. So I, being a Sharks fan, like I try to get tickets to the Sharks Flyers game whenever they come to Philly. And I have for like the past four or five years. And I never, because obviously because it's like one team is on the East, the other is on the West. There's nothing there. Like if I was wearing, if I was a Rangers fan and wore Rangers, jersey there that's a completely different like i i expect to get shit on yeah. but it was never a problem but last year the flyers home opener was against the sharks and because of that obviously tensions were a little bit higher and there was a lot of trash talking toward me which is fine yep however um <laughs> the sharks came into that game i think the final score was like eight one or eight two to or something like that mm-hmm. uh, like the sharks kicked the shit out of the flyers and then it was it turned from like getting on me like you know fun kind of jazz and stuff like that to like everybody's like god the f- here we fucking go again the flyers <laughs> suck again like, yep. so and and i've been fortunate like the the sharks have a very good record against the flyers so like every time they come here it's usually a win i remember like another game was like seven to one or something like that and a lot of the games played in philly have not been close yeah. so i'm fortunate but I, I again my biggest well, thing for me is i would like to be a part of a fan like that would be a big reason for me to become a local sports fan is like i want to be a part of a crowd and yeah want to be able to go i to feel like that's one of, my, like that. one of the main reasons why I yeah i'm just so loyal to the home teams around here because it's just like everybody else likes him too so you got some like you know somebody it's to cheer with like. common, yeah yeah yeah. Yep. I. I mean, I agree with that. Like, it would be cool to go to a bar and and be in that environment too. But yeah, anywhere you can go to Philly and be like, anybody a Sharks fan? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Hey. No. All right. Cool. I, I will say, one I, guy there, in the corner that's like me. <laughs> he's the actually, one dude. He's already drunk. He's already drunk, uh, dude. I have two people in my public speaking classes that are actually Broncos fans, and it's wow. weird. Like, there's three three of us in uh, one class. Dude, like, and you yell Let's be real, or? dude. Let's be well, real. Someone. I mean. They're in Denver, dude. Like, come on. Everybody likes Denver. Yeah. Well, everybody well, likes Denver because of certain things. Well, like, because of legal marriage. There's literally... <laughs> like Denver. Dude, it's almost like a double whammy, though. Like, you go there, and you're already going to be fucking woozy from the elevation. And then on top of that, you smoke a joint. And then all of a sudden, you are like, go, Broncos! Like, you're just... <laughs> fucking it's more crazy. like... Uh, Super Bowl <laughs> 50. I remember too because like when they had their parade like literally you could see so it was so like it looked foggy but there was so much smoke and people literally smoking joints this was while, before like, the vape pen on. boom so like I mean they had they won their Super Bowl in 20, 2016 yeah so, so. I mean, Two years like after yeah. it was legalized, everything was funny. <laughs> oh my god, going love, crazy! But I, I yeah, love I don't every know. bit of that. I'll say, I think Tyler's favorite Philadelphia team was the Phantoms before they moved to Lehigh oh, Valley. I mean, we had season tickets to the Phantoms yeah. over for the days. This, is, this uh, was the before the spectrum went down. Well, I was gonna say we also, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, the Phantoms were are the uh, AHL affiliate affiliate of the Flyers, and the year we got season tickets. Um, it was a lockout for the NHL. I told you season tickets, and yeah. they ended up winning the cup that year. It was awesome. Oh, what a, Fun what experience. That, that. Honestly, maybe one of like the best times of my life. Like, oh, yeah. I was really young, like first, second grade or something like that. But 
going to every game, we, we were literally second row right next to the penalty box. It was a hell of a time. This is like, <laughs> but, I, I yeah. honestly have been considering, like, especially, you know, I graduate in May from my school in Maryland that I'll be headed back home near Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, Lehigh Valley is a, a bit of a hike, but it's not terrible. And I'm starting to think about going to those games again, because especially with how the game has progressed, even from when we used to go back in the day when we were younger. Now the game is so fucking fast. The AHL is actually extremely yeah. fun to watch. Well, like again, I mean, that was the time of the lockout. So like yeah. all of the top prospects were down. So like a lot of the guys on that team, like there was uh, Mike Richards, Jeff Carter was on that team. <laughs> Yoni Pitkinen, um, Patrick Sharp was on that team. Um, Dennis Seitenberg, like all these guys, I don't know. He's the still NHL. in the league too, isn't he? Patrick Sharp. Uh, I don't, I'm actually not sure. He might be, but I, I don't, I, I don't loved know. him. But yeah, it was just fans. awesome. So again, that was one thing I missed, but for me, um, cause we do have to wrap it up here. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be at this point in my life now, like there's no switching back. Like, um, yep. I've put my time, money and, and sweat and tears. And there's a lot of tears into my team good like, disappointment back now yep. yeah disappointment um big one but, he, but yeah we will uh, he was over my house and the broncos finally made the super bowl the one year and man was he ready to break something good god oh my god i was it was like I mean, it, it was weird watching I, yeah, him. I honestly i was more shocked than anything yeah like, i was like what just fucking happened <laughs> it was more like it was weird watching you because it was like originally you seemed okay you you, you were sort of holding out hope for a little while and then, like, it was almost like a boiling pot, right? Like, it was just, you got quiet, you were just intent on the game, and then the game ended and you exploded. Like, your hat immediately went to the ground as soon as the clock hit zero. And you were just, you, you, you I'm, I don't even know why I even tried to have a conversation with you afterwards. I thought you were going to kill me. So, that's what I remember. Yeah. God. The only records Atlanta teams are breaking are losing records. So yeah, you lost one team. Good shit. Oh <laughs> man, it's like it's just. I, I'm just so dedicated to sports, man. I'm yeah. a fanatic. Yeah. So when things go bad, you know, yeah. my emotions go south. We're but, stupid. Uh, but, We're stupid. If you're listening to this and think about getting in sports, don't. You're better off. Yeah, Let's see right. what do we got. We got the, the most teams <laughs> that'll let the city. <laughs> we've got a uh we've got the largest loss in Super Bowl history or largest lead blown rather. Yeah. L- largest lead blown blown rather in uh Super Bowl history. We've got um uh, let's see, most runs given up in the first inning of an elimination game. <laughs> and that was oh, recently. <laughs> yeah, you guys got any other ones for me? I, I mean look, you do have United who are successful, so oh, we have uh, something. I don't know if you want to count this, but we had UGA with uh, you know, Oh, upset uh, last week. Yeah, upset. It was one of the, I don't know what you call it, the biggest like rank gap upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Essentially, so, like, they were three. And, yeah. They were three in uh, South Carolina unranked, yeah. and they still those, are even after that win. <laughs> so this might be kind of a dumb question. Are teams like after twenty five still ranked? It just doesn't show. Like, I mean, I mean technically, my but. But like, so like, there's two polls. Like, there's the AP poll, which yeah. is the poll that everybody knows, and the coaches poll. But like, so technically, there's a ranking, but it's not like like they're ranked, but but behind 25, like there's no obviously no significance. It's not like set in stone. It's just like yeah, be, yeah. Like there's yeah. teams like in the mix, and there's teams that you never talk about. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
we uh, we really need to wrap up this because Bobby has work. So mm-hmm. we're going to go to our uh, picks. Um, we are adding a college football game in this week. So mm-hmm. surprise there. We're but trying to make this a common expand, thing. Yeah. We just got to yeah. figure out how we want to work it in. Yeah. So we were just kind of, you know, trying something this week. But uh, really quickly, going to go over last week's picks. Um, I went 0 and 3, had a terrible week. Bobby went 0 and uh, uh, excuse me, 1 and 2, and Bernie went 2 and 1. Uh, brings the standings to this point. Um, I am actually 7 and 8, but I'm still tied for first. I have eight points. Bernie's 8 and 7 and has eight, and Bobby's 6 and 9 and has six points. Uh, and I only have that extra point just because I got one score right a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but we're going to move on to week seven. Uh, I will obviously do my picks, and I'm also going to do Brendy's. Um, so uh, the games we have on the ooh, excuse me, the games we have on slates this week are uh, Chicago, New Orleans, Philly, Dallas, uh, Baltimore, and Seattle. And our college football game is Michigan, Penn State. So Bobby, I'll actually let you go first, and you can give all your picks, and then I'll do ours. Okay. Uh, so, sorry, I had to scroll up to him. So, am I just going through all of them? Is that what they want me to do? Yeah, yeah, just go through all the, okay. the games. Yep. Yep. All right. So we got New Orleans at uh Chicago. Uh, Bridgewater's looking good. I like him. Um, I mean, I always liked him. So, um, and Chicago seems to be on the struggle bus just a tiny bit. And I think New Orleans is still a very dangerous weapon. So I, I have New Orleans winning this one, twenty-seven to fourteen. Yep, they haven't struggled at all since they lost old Drew Brees. Yep. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, they, they had that, what, didn't they run up the score in the Buccaneers? What was that final game? What was that? That was, Oh, I can't remember. It was a few weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. They, it wasn't that far ago. Well. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's obvious, you know, no one replaces Drew Brees, but it's yeah, not I mean, Bridgewater, he gets, it's a bad replacement. Yeah. It's hurting for the Falcons. It's like, Oh, may, maybe a chance possibly. <laughs> What's this? So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying, <laughs> Oh my God, I can see the division. Update, there's not. <laughs> yeah. No. You close the <laughs> hole in yourselves. Good work, boys. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys. Oh, I'm excited to watch this game. This is going to be interesting. Um, let's go through the basics. Eagles defense is shit. Um, I have went on a rant about that for my fantasy league uh, already. Well, they're secondary. You're yeah, shit. Not and they fun. missed out on Jalen Ramsey, um, who is now, he's a Ram, right? So he's now yeah. a Ram. Uh, which that if, if they got him, I probably wouldn't have traded them away today, but I did. Um, although, uh, I definitely think their offense is still there. Uh, Dak Prescott is still fucking overrated. So I'm going to say Eagles take this one, but it's still going to be close. And I think it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be 31, 28. It could be a game winning field goal. I will say that much, uh, 31, 28 in favor of the Eagles. All right, uh, Baltimore and the Seahawks. Uh, I got the Seahawks winning this one, 34-24. I think Baltimore will put up a fight, but then I think Seattle is just going to get nice. Carson has been on a tear, and Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. I keep raving about him every week. So I, I think this is going to be uh, a pretty decent pretty decent scoring week for them. So I got them winning this one, 34-24. All right, Michigan and Penn Big- State. Big A, uh, congratulations to Russell Wilson for having the hardest name to say in sports. Yep. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Everything uh, just kind of blends together. Although, actually, you know, a close second to, uh, I'm going to try and say the name right, Akile Okambawale for Notre Dame, the, uh, for um, sure. women's basketball team. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> but, like, and the only reason I know that is because I heard the call 
uh, the announcer call for for when she did not one but two game winning buzzer beaters in the semis and and you know the main final, championship, yeah. and it was a ridiculous shot. And but what was more amazing to me about that um, was how good the the commentator said her name, like just didn't fuck that up. Like yeah. at all during that call, even with all the excitement hanging around. So I just wanted to say that they met with that person before the broadcast. And they're like, "All right, so let's get, get this, this right, right, <laughs> and watch what I'm about to do on this court." So anyway, uh, Michigan, Penn State. So, regrettably, I haven't been able to watch as much college football as I would like. Uh, my Sundays seem to be free, and my Saturdays just never seem to. It's fucking annoying. Even this week, I'm gonna try and catch the this game though because I am really excited. This is gonna be a pretty fun game, I think. Hopefully, if Michigan get their shit together. Uh, Michigan's been a little bit on decline, but I think this is the the week that they're really going to need to step it up, and I think they're finally going to kind of explode on it. So I think they're going to win by a field goal. I have them winning thirty to twenty seven against Penn State. So that's what I got. All right, and I'll go through my picks. Um, Chicago, New Orleans, New Orleans. Um, Chicago. I, I gets Trubisky back this week, which is going to be huge, and their defense obviously doing really well. Um, for New Orleans, Alvin Kamara is questionable with an ankle so that's kind of concerning me a little bit i think this is somewhat of a low scoring game i have it close but i have chicago winning 23 to 16 philly dallas um it's funny how the nfc east this year sucks again like it always used to seem uh the dallas leads that division right now at three and three and and whoever wins this game will be at top of the division I think that uh, this game is in Dallas, so I I wanted to pick Dallas, but um, for the Eagles, uh, I think that it, they they got to wake up at some point. I had this team only with two losses. I had them going fourteen and two, and they're currently three and three. And this team is very talented, and they just got to pick it up. So I think this week they make a statement against their bitter rival, uh, thirty and nineteen, and then Baltimore, Seattle. Seattle has been. You know, I thought they could get a wild card, but man, they are playing some fantastic football. Looks like uh, the Seahawks of, you know, their Super Bowl years. Uh, but Baltimore, Lamar Jackson continues to be one of the greatest dual threats in the league right now. And I think he had like 150 plus rushing yards last week. Like it's insane. Um, so I do have Baltimore winning 27-23. I think... This is kind of a game for me where everything irons out. Like, I think, like, if, if Baltimore loses this game, they go to 500. If, like, Seattle wins, they go, like, to 6-1. and one. And, like, for some reason, I just can't see that. So, <laughs> I have it kind of ironing itself out and Baltimore winning. And then Michigan-Penn State, um, yeah, me and Bobby are Michigan fans. And, I, and I've been watching Michigan all year. Um, man, their offense has been struggle bus. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Shea Patterson was supposed to be our lord and savior, a quarterback, and he's done really nothing. And the turnovers, I mean, we're literally turning the ball over like three times a game. Um, the defense is still elite, though. And for Michigan, I mean, this is a big game, right? Because the last team you played uh, that was – you know, your last big opponent was Wisconsin, and he got waxed. And you need to – this is a team that had the potential to get into the top four and get into the college football playoffs. And honestly, like, it's it's unlike – I wouldn't say unlikely, but if they somehow went out their schedule, you know, beating Ohio State and they play Notre Dame next week, it's possible. And I think if they want to do anything, it obviously starts here. Um, you know, Michigan 16, Penn State is 7. It is in Penn State, and – Everything points to Penn State, but I am going to go with Michigan in a low-scoring game, 17-13. And lastly, to wrap it up, 
Brundy has New Orleans winning 27-24. Uh, he has Philly winning 20-14. Uh, to 14. Baltimore winning 37-31. And Penn State winning 31-24. Um, so, yeah, like Bobby said, we are going to try to throw in some other sports and college football a little bit more. Um, but uh, for now, we will get to uh, Zach's track of the week. Uh, this week's track of the week is from one of my favorite groups. I actually talked about them a little bit earlier this week. They're called Tourney and Sound from Minneapolis. And a lot of the producers do this, but one of the cool things that they do is they they record, not only do they record their own drum sounds, they just record all the sounds for their songs. Like they'll they'll set up, they go to they go to like these abandoned buildings and they set up a drum set and they just record like they'll record like a snare or a hi-hat or a kick drum. And they'll, I guess they put that in the Ableton and then they just kind of loop it <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, make their own drum loops. I mean, yeah, well. so they do that. They do that as well as just like the, the sounds over. So anyway, I just wanted to mention a song from him called Sound the Alarm. Um, it was There was a clip posted of it this week from them and there there will be a full release on November 22nd. So this is the clip that we have here. Yeah, so this is, this is like... It's a kind of a popular thing to do, like for producers like this, is they'll post like a like a minute and a half or two minute clip of a song and then fully release it later on. Oh, okay. All right. So now this makes a little more sense given what I was listening to earlier with this. Because I was like, oh, it seems like there should be more track here. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's kind of like a preview. Okay. I guess. Well, well I do have a 15 second preview of the yeah. clip we posted, and the link will be in the description of the uploads for this later. Uh, actually, you know what? I will also put it in the uh, stream chat here, you know, so our live viewers don't miss out on that sweet, sweet beats. Uh, but <laughs> I have deliciousness, 15, tasteful. I have, a, <laughs> I have a 15 second clip that I will play right now. Yeah, the one. Well, I think I think actually the subs would be the only thing that's not like uh, produced organically, just because it's like it's computerized. I mean, it's a sub base. Like, but yeah, definitely check them out. They're really cool. They're one of my mm -hmm. favorite groups, and they're they are up and coming right now. So, mm -hmm. with that, we will wrap up the podcast. This is an episode thirty-eight. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter or Facebook at Come Play Network. We will be back next week. Um, and then, like I said previously, we will have episode 40. We'll, we'll definitely touch on next week about that because that's going to be one of our bigger episodes. Um, but, yeah, until then, I hope you enjoyed. We will see you next time for episode 39 of the Come Play. Here we go again. Wow, you were go. right there. there. Right it there, was dude. literally the last <laughs> word. Uh, what are you yeah. doing? Do it again from the top. Let's go. From Here the we top. Three, Here we go. Five, All right, ready? All right. One. Go. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter or Facebook at Complay Network. We will be back next week and we will let you know about episode 40, our big trivia night. But until then, we will see you next time for episode 39 of the Complay Podcast. Be fresh. Cheers,